Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between, and welcome to the Moss Nicely Happy Hour. Right up front, spoilers and swearing. You've Ooh. been fucking warned. So, yeah, I, I usually forget to do it. I, you, we've usually sworn sport a lot of things before we get to that point, so I've brought it straight in up front. And uh, I am Adam, and I am joined by uh, Wesley. Hello. Chris. Hello. And Lee. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> and we are here today. We have... We have... It, we have gone through the prequels and now oh, in the timeline yeah. we move sideways where we shall be look we shall be looking at solo a star wars story so yes batten down the hatches lube up the grommets uh, <laughs> place a bag of chips on the engine to keep them warm just like in on the buses and uh uh yes uh, we're we're here so um, gentlemen, we shall before we crack in. Has anyone been watching or getting involved in a Star Warsy way uh, uh, since our last meeting? Uh, Chris, what, what about you? Sir? Yes, yes. Um, we have finished rewatching the Mandalorian, and of course, I still can't say too much. Um, but safe to say, I possibly enjoyed it even more on the second watching. Because um, I, there was no distractions this time. We were watching it at prime time once the kids were asleep. There, uh, it was just uh, yeah. straight in there. And yeah, on the big screen, big sounds. It was very good. And uh, I'd also read, after watching it the first time, I'd read a little bit about it. And somebody suggested there's going to be a season three. Now... Don't think this is a spoiler to discuss that. Does anyone else think there is? Is it? Yeah, they well, suggested it was really obvious, and I thought, is it? <laughs> so, and watching it again, I'm still not sure. I I have heard that they said because I know I know there was to be something else continue from There's it, but they have definitely said something that else. But yeah, it looked like it was going to be a totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, all right, well. Running separate to this, mm, okay. So, because I think there's going to be a big time jump between, right, okay. Two ah, and okay. Three. I see. Well, okay, well, that's good. I, I look forward to it. Yeah, I didn't look into it in any more detail, just I thought, hold on, surely there isn't. And then after watching it again, I still thought, I'm still not sure. But it's a great. I thought it was a great end. Um, so yeah, Adam, you've still got that to look forward to, haven't you? Yes, I've yes. been watching. I, I'm continuing my um, my catch up on that. Um, I've just done the. I've just done the Seven Samurai mm. episode where they turn up at fishing village and help them out. Uh, um, yes. Oh yeah. And so you know, so I'm still quite now, early days. I, I really liked the way they showed the ATST. I'm sure everybody did, but you know, proper yeah. evil looking. It does look great yeah. with the because this is something and it's a weird thing and it's it does sort of also coalesce into solo. Mm. What what I do like with the Mandalorian and what what I do like with Solo is the opportunity of not necessarily doing a Star Wars film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. So we can do 
a Western using mm. Star Wars. Yeah. Or we could do a heist movie using Star Wars or whatever yeah. like that. And I was thinking what they really need to do is they need to do a horror movie using mm. Star yeah. Wars. There's yeah. definitely something in that. And certainly that ATST, because that felt mm. like when you're in um like in Doctor No, where it's like, oh, everyone's afraid of the dragon and it's a armored tank with lights. Mm. You know, that's riding around on the beach, but everyone calls it a dragon because it's got yeah. a flamethrower on it. And I think it's, yeah, the same sort of thing where it's just like something coming out of the woods with glowing red eyes. And yeah. Causing and it, death and destruction. It's a shame that they'd already sort of flagged it by saying, oh, you know, this has come this way, but it's still yeah. impressive coming through, the, mm. crashing through the trees at them, definitely. Um, because that was the one thing that did I was thinking is you know they there is so many other genres that I'd like to see mm. like them tackle or not necessarily genres but just stories and you can do them outside of the saga. Yeah, well, it's potentially all there, mm. you know, because the whole the, the universe is so big they could yeah bring in all sorts. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, and just briefly, um, we started watching Rebels with my son. Um, so we've seen episode one, which, yeah, so far he was definitely entertained and I, I was happy watching it. That's the animated one. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, like on top, you know, after having watched The Mandalorian, things, you know, there's a contrast it's it's not quite up to that level, but it's still yeah very good for something that's obviously aimed more at kids. So is is it better than the eighties and nineties Ewoks cartoon? So I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen those, so can't comment on that yet. All right, well, well, be, but believe me, you are not missing much. <laughs> so that also suddenly I did suddenly think in the week I was like suddenly out of nowhere I remembered that there was the cartoon droids as well mm. with yeah. uh, 3PO and uh, 3PO and R2 and I was like I can't even I can't even begin to remember because it, it was oh look people have done Ewoks they've done this and it's like yeah, well it's all Star Wars for a start and also this seems a bit more well a bit less shit <laughs> the politest <laughs> way of putting it I think droids were bad hmm didn't Boba Fett show up in droids? I think he might have done. I'm not it? sure about that, or but I know Stormtroopers did. Who did? Sorry? Stormtroopers. There was random yes. Stormtroopers in mm. it, but... Yeah. So I knew that, yeah, there was sort of... Yeah, it felt more that it had a link, because basically the Ewoks one was gummy bears, but with a brand name that wasn't <laughs> <Yeah>. sweet. <laughs> you know... Yeah. So, uh, Lee, have you been doing anything Star Wars related other than polishing your absolutely superb lightsaber? Um, no. Is the short answer? I'm afraid <laughs> not. I'd like to have done, but I've I've just had one of those. It sort of dawned on me on Wednesday. I was like, it can't have been two weeks since we last recorded. So, what are we supposed <laughs> to be covering this way? And I was like. Shit, no, it is, and I didn't know. Uh, luckily, I, I only saw this film about, oh, maybe two months ago, which is when we were first talking about possibly doing it. Um, mm. oh. And I was still glad to go and t have another opportunity to re-watch it, and Jennifer watched it as well, so that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, no, Was that her first watch? 
no, no, she's seen it. In three, cinema. See, somebody, oh, okay. you know, Jennifer doesn't like to rewatch things. She's one of these people, once she's seen something, she's like, apart from Rocky Horror for some reason, she's like, once I've seen something, unless it's really, really exceptional, I don't need to see it. And I definitely don't need to see it again within a decade, certainly. Um, mm. Mm. And arguably, she's not the biggest Star Wars fan. No. But she has rewatched. She has watched all of yeah. the films along with us so far. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's a that's a sign of how much it's enjoyed in this household. Yeah. <laughs> and Wes, have you been have you been uh, doing any more Star Wars studies, or what have you been watching, sir? Um, not much. I had my vaccine, and it made me feel a bit rough. So, oh. well, at least you've had it, though. So good to hear. Mm. Yeah, I've had the first part. So. Yeah, and then I got um, the Doctor Who game on the Oculus, so I've Ooh. been playing that. Mm. So. Ah. Eating your saber to Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's no, what you... uh, go on. No, I was going to say just you combine combine the rough feeling with the vaccine with the Oculus, and you know that'd have been a fairly trippy evening, I'd imagine. Whenever <laughs> <laughs> I first noticed it, I'd had the vaccine, I'd come back. I did stuff for a couple of hours and I was fine. Then all of a sudden I put that on. I was trying to dodge some weeping angels. And then all of a sudden I just felt sick as a dog. Yeah. And that was it for three days. You're thinking these weeping angels, they've really done something with these. <laughs> they are this, working this a treat. Is <laughs> this is an impressive game. It's made all the hair stand up on the back of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's uh, that's a, that's a worthy assessment because it is we do we do tend to restrict ourselves where it's like is it Star Wars related? No, shut up, man. <laughs> fool. <laughs> Old fool. But um, yes, so on to Solo. Now, yeah. obviously, this is my first experience of having seen the film. Um, who saw it at the cinema? Ah, hey. so yes, Alba, everyone. Fair enough. And, and um, Chris and I saw it together. It came out on my birthday, which mm. ah yes, yeah. Mm. What more did I need? And it was the week after Deadpool two had come out, so I booked my yes. birthday off work. I went with Chris in the. Oh, actually, no, I didn't. I went with Chris and we watched Deadpool two. Yeah, that's right. And then Chris left, and I went in on my own and watched Solo. Um, and I said, if it hadn't been my birthday, and I knew that Jennifer was cooking my favourite meal. I would have gone back to the foyer, bought a second ticket, and gone in and rewatched it again. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I love the shit out of this film. <laughs> so, I, yes, and funnily enough, because this this was something that I'd been well. So it's not that long ago. It's twenty eighteen. Yeah, and a year that I'm going to call plastics and poisons, because <laughs> that seems to be the two main issues that were going on at the time. <laughs> You've got Donald Trump in charge of the states. Theresa May, not that one, is the prime minister here. And uh, yes, yeah, so over the course of the year, the UK and other countries start banning the use of plastic microbeads in cosmetics. And then that later extends to straws and Q-tips. Although it doesn't matter that McDonald's have given you a paper straw now because you've still got a plastic lid. Work that one out. So... <laughs> You know, I don't know what the plastic lid. That's absolutely fine. Turtles can swallow that, no problem. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen it. 
yeah, exactly. It's all fine. Be fine. Be fine. You know. Yeah, it'll go, um, it'll go. <laughs> the UK becomes embroiled in the Windrush scandal. I mean, fuck's sake. Um, SpaceX conducts its maiden flight of the Falcon Heavy rocket. Mm. And I can only assume that, you know, that that has a bearing on... A, you've called it the yes. Falcon and it goes into space. We know what's happening here, guys. <laughs> Come on. So, it's, I mean, it's, it's, one, it's wonderful when nerds are allowed to... <laughs> Nerds or geeks are allowed to go full rain. You know, like, <laughs> call it a Falcon Heavy. Um, London's murder rate exceeds New York. Ha! In your face, America. That's right. <laughs> the sugar tax on drinks comes into force. In March, former Russian double agent Sergei Skripal and his daughter Yulia are poisoned in Salisbury with the nerve agent Novichok. A week later. A week later, political asylum seeker, Russian businessman Nikolai Glushkov, whose extradition back to Russia was refused in 2017, is found inexplicably strangled in his London home. The Russian government and the Kremlin deny all involvement. And that's fair enough, because it's clearly the fucking Dagnum girl pipers, isn't it? That's who they have it in for those people. Who are you bloody kidding? I mean, when, when they say no and then do a little cheeky smile. <laughs> Was that a cheeky smile? No. And they did it again. Vladimir seems so July... trustworthy. <laughs> and then in July, a man finds a discarded perfume bottle in Salisbury, gives it in a bin, um, gives it to his partner, she sprays it on her wrist, and becomes immediately ill and dies within 15 minutes. And the bottle turns out to be the uh, what they've been using to spread the Novichok about. And the bottle actually contained enough poison to kill thousands. So yeah, wow. there we go. Hikey though, isn't it? It's oh, I tell you, actually, if you do want to laugh though, the two guys who they suspected of doing that, there's a lovely interview with them where why were you in Salisbury at this time? And it's two burly Russian agents essentially reading the Wikipedia page back that they've read. It's like, we understand it has a very tall church spire. Yeah. <laughs> it is over 15 feet uh, from the roof. And, uh, yeah, so uh, so that's fun, apart from all the dead people. Um, Saudi Arabia, that forward-thinking progressive nation, allows women to drive for the first time. And they open cinemas for the first time since 1983. What, what more could you film, ask for? And the first film they brought in was Black Panther. So, what? I, no idea. Yeah. Prince Harry ma marries Meghan Markle. He's not dressed as a Nazi this time, though. <laughs> and neither is she. So, you know, that's progress. Funny, though, isn't it? Yes. And Edward David Thomas was born during the hottest fucking May on record. <laughs> and <laughs> Toys R Us closes... And childhood ends. Mm. But it ends it, when Zodiac toys shut down, though. Oh no, that's true. Zodiac toys. Oh, I miss you. Oh, it was there. It was there. It was needed. <laughs> In film, 2018 is actually pretty fucking good for film. You've got 
uh, Mandy, Insidious, The Last Key, An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn, Lords of Chaos, Winchester, The Cloverfield Paradox, Black Panther, as we mentioned, Annihilation, Mute, Red Sparrow, The Death of Stalin, The Reboot of Tomb Raider, Cargo, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, Isle of Dogs, Ready Player One, A Quiet Place, You Were Never Really Here, Rampage, Super Troopers 2, I think you said Super Poopers 2, but that's a totally <laughs> different film that came out a different year, uh, Avengers Infinity War, Revenge, Deadpool 2, like you said, First Reformed, Upgrade, Ocean's 8, Hereditary, Hotel Artemis, Incredibles 2, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, Possum, The First Purge, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Sorry to Bother You, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, Mission Impossible, Fallout, Black Klansman, Crazy Rich Asians, The Nun, High Life, The Predator, In Fabric, Hell House, LLC 2, the Abaddon Hotel, The House with a Cock in Its Walls, Bross, After the Screaming Stops, Venom, A Star is Born, Happy New Year, Colin Bursted, Bad Times at the Royale, Halloween, Suspiria, Bohemian Rhapsody, Slaughterhouse Rules, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, uh, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, Aquaman, Bumblebee, and Holmes and Watson, which I do remember Lee's review was fucking shite. Yeah. So- a film so bad I had to watch it three times. <laughs> I kept going, I must have missed something. It can't have been as crap as I'm convinced it just was. Let me watch it again. No, it was definitely yeah. shit. <laughs> Every single time. Times for each of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few good ones in that list. Yeah. There's some good ones. There's I mean there's some cack in there as well, but you yeah. know, I I've just did, mentioned all the big ones. But did uh, you yeah, say no, a house genuine. with with a cock in its walls. I did. And I apologise for that. It's the, it's the house with the clock in its walls, I oh, believe. But right. I couldn't help myself. It's like last time when it was Harry Potter and the Gobbler of Fire. That's right. Yeah. You know, I can't stop myself if it's going to be a bit crude. So. I really like the house with the clock in the walls. It's uh, Jack Black and it's, it's good, wholesome fun, but it is pretty. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never seen it. So, but it's I have got some heard really it. sinister shit in it. It's well worth your time. Mm. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's kind, of, kind of. It's a good Halloween movie because um, mm. although I don't think it's that Halloween, oh, no, I think there is a bit of Halloween. But like he's always got jack o' lanterns out, and and it's mm. yeah, it's all wizardy, and yeah, it's good, it's good fun. Wow. Uh, on TV, Jodie Whittaker debuts as the Thirteenth Doctor. You've got the uh, Bodyguard, Killing Eve, Black Earth Rising, a very British scandal, a lot of one-off stuff that was actually genuinely really good. Uh, Mortimer and White House Gone Fishing, Kunk on Britain, The City and the City, Hang Ups, Black Mirror Bandersnatch, which obviously was oh. a bit of a fucking game changer, that, and then the game never turned up. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, also The Circle and big, The Big Nasty Show came on. <laughs> Shite. Um, <laughs> but also Robot Wars, Room 101, and The X Factor finished in 2018. Oh. And I can honestly say, with regards to The X Factor, I had a look at the music. The singles, Ed Sheeran, George Ezra, Calvin fucking Harris, Clean Pissing Bandit, Jess Poxy Glynn. It's fucking dreadful. The album's chart, the album charts, couldn't find a fucking thing worth mentioning. And I can only, I can only surmise that The X Factor stopped because Simon Cowell realised... He had just irrevocably fucked music. <laughs> he was like, yeah. What is the point in me <laughs> pissing into this bag anymore because it is now split and gone all over them? 
And, and again, what I can only describe is almost like in protest about the music charts. In Deaths, we have Marquis e. Smith and Aretha Franklin, but also Stan Lee, Stephen Hawking and Ken Dodd, which mm. admittedly is a panel at Comic-Con that I would have loved to have seen. <laughs> and that is 2018. Yeah. I've also... So my initial thoughts on this, because I hadn't seen Solo, and there was a part of me that was like, right, if I remember rightly, there was... Obviously, this came out after Last Jedi, and Last Jedi obviously was a massively sort of divisive film in that lots of people were just like, this is shit, this is not Star Wars. And then it got to the point of, we're starting a petition online to get them to remake it because it wasn't as good as it. And it's like, who, A, who the fuck are you? B, who the fuck do you think you are? And C, get fucking real. You know? And I think, and there was a part of me. And I think then Solo came out, which was a lot better received uh, amongst the Star Wars fan base. And so there was a part of me that was like, did I not watch Solo? Because I was just very pissed off that it was like, well, if all these people who were fucking moaning about Last Jedi liked it, and then they really liked Solo, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> and then I looked at the release date and realised it was like five days before Ted was born. Mm. And bearing in mind that like it's only this year that really I've been able to get back on track of actually watching anything in any considered way <laughs> without having the excuse of a podcast. Yeah. Is the best way of putting that. Yeah. The, the fact, and both me and Claire were saying this, that it was just like, yeah, this is like the first sort of time in Ted's since, since Ted's been around where that has been a possibility somewhere between the child is up every three hours and Jesus Christ, he slept all night. Why am I still tired? So it's, you're not so, selling this parenting thing very well, Adam. Oh, no, it's, it, I, I refuse to, I refuse to lure people into the trap, Chris. I think it's cruel. So, you know, run, run, but, um, save yourselves. But yeah, so I now realise that the reason I didn't see Solo is that there was no fucking way on earth that was ever going to have been possible at that very moment. Yeah. So I was then sort of like, okay, so yeah, that was clearly, that's clearly the main reason why I hadn't seen Solo before. And getting the opportunity to watch it, I can see, yes. I mean, it is probably best than The Last Jedi, but certainly... I can understand it's a fucking Star Wars film. It, it everything feels right. It has that Mandalorian thing of just like, mm. oh no, this is clearly the this clearly is the right universe. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not in Star Trek. I'm not in something else. This is this is the Star Wars universe, and it's beyond like knowing planet names or stuff like that. It's like. Yeah, we all know that Han Solo was a smuggler from Corellia. But mm. it's sort of like, you know, that wasn't the big deal about it. The fact that it felt like it was part of the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so I think it's, like I say, I'm, I really like this thing now of they can do any form of film within the Star Wars universe. 
and I was sitting there thinking this, and the one the one film I was like, oh yeah, you could do definitely do horror. Um, I reckon you could do quite a good sci-fi film out of Star Wars. I don't know <laughs> something about it, possibly yeah, some something like that. You know, one of them spacey things. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'd love to see a see a Star Wars comedy. And then I was like, no, because that is that that has always been the blocking for me. Is there is I don't know what it is, and I'm be pleased. I'll be so pleased to go back and watch the original trilogy because they have funny moments. But it's yeah. sort of yeah. in my head, it's born out of character rather than let's create a funny character. Yeah, you know, I mean, three PO is clearly a comic, so, but it's it's light relief. Yeah, and you it, laugh yeah, at him it, a bit, but yeah, it's not quite comedy. Yeah. So and the solo they tried it with Jar Jar Binks and failed miserably. Yeah, yeah. Solo originally was aiming to be like a buddy cop film, and that's mm. why it went for a change of director. And well, it was basically rewritten from the ground up using oh. only a, a few shots of what originally was shot. That's interesting. I didn't realise until watching it this time that it was Ron Howard who directed it. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost could have been as close to a comedy as. Uh, but it's, it's definitely very light-hearted on, on the whole. I think there's a few bits where it gets deeper. It, I think it yeah. gets deeper where it needs to be necessary. Mm. And the one thing that I came away with this, because at first I was very... As I'm watching it, I'm very unsure. And it's obviously the thing that it's, you know, Han Solo is a beloved character portrayed it, by... It's, it's risky. Yeah. And definitely. I'm sort of, and, and, but... And it is it something that George Lucas has just ingrained into me? I don't know. But as soon as Chewbacca turned up, mm. I was all in because <laughs> because I got Han and Chewie from them. Mm. Yeah. But, so that, that was one of the points I put was I really liked the way their relationship developed over from from obviously the fight, which is kind of funny. I, I didn't know anything about that, and so. Um, I mean, I don't know if anyone else knew that was in there. I had no idea how they met. I, I assumed up until I saw a foot coming mm. out of the mud, I assumed, I was like, oh, so, right, so we're doing a rancor bit, are we? <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. but, and actually, I'll tell you what, how fucking badass does Chewie look? Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah, in like, wild mud yeah. Viking. Yeah. It's, it's a bit like a bit yeah. like we said about the ATST looking evil. Like if that was bearing mm. down, you would do. And if you saw Chewie angry, he would look pretty terrifying. Oh, yeah. And it's just that we're so used to him being a cuddly carpet that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's your co-pilot and your pet. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite, it's, quite an, it's quite an amazing sort of feeling. And actually, I have to say. Top marks that he ripped someone's fucking arms off. Mm. <laughs> Which actually, I, I, that gave me a pause for a moment because I was like, oh, "This, this, they've done that in, they've done that in this film. This is not a, a grown-ups film." <laughs> it, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, you know, it's much the same as it's like. Let's face it, the Mandalorian is not going to have explicit sex scenes, mm. or you know, like it or. Or what could be construed as heavy drug use. I'm mm. assuming that at some point there would be an annoying one where it's like, 
oh, this is what crack is called in the Star Wars universe, but it also death makes... Sticks. Yes, Sorry? Yeah. Death, death sticks. sticks yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that can... I think in Jabba's Palace, they have a certain amount of um, what should probably be considered drug-like smoking. Yeah. And... yeah, that's true. I mean, Jabba was always on the... Jabba's he had some, something. Yeah. yeah. The hooker thing, yeah. 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 And um, just, just, I was just going to say about the comedy. The closest I've seen um, was a Phineas and Ferb. I don't know if you've watched any of those yet. I really fucking need to because all anyone okay. ever says Phineas and Ferb. If you like Doctor Who, watch Phineas and Ferb. Mm, okay. And also, the amount of times that like most of the cast of Rocky Horror have been in it. Mm. Oh, that's is, interesting. You know, that's quite, that's quite, in, you know. Well, I, I didn't know much about Phineas and Ferb, and I'd sort of seen it, you know, mm. looking through um, whatever it was on, might have been Netflix at one point. Anyway, and then I saw the Star Wars version they did. And so I said to Toby, look, you can't watch Star Wars yet because it's still a bit too adult. This was several years ago. I said, but look, yeah. let's give this a go. And it was just perfect because it entertained him because he wasn't really that into Star Wars at the time. Um, yeah. But it had enough of Star Wars in it. And just, I thought they did such a good way of spoofing it, in while still sort of feeling like it was came from a you know a good place. So I think that's definitely worth putting on your list to watch with Ted at some point. Well, definitely. A bit older. I will have to check it out. On, on a similar on, on a similar tactic, I would say also um, if you've not seen Robot Chicken Star Wars, mm, um, which you, which you probably which I will say you can't watch with Toby, right. but. <laughs> Again, that's that's good. That's, good it's that, same, it's that same thing of watching something where you're like, mm. "Yeah, you absolutely love this." Yeah, and yes, you are ripping the piss out of bits of it. But yeah, this 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 is this is love that can only come from you know obsession. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I, I so yeah, I mean, all all over, I would say. Actually, that's the other thing of like you're saying about sort of uh, cartoons and humour and everything else like that. As soon as I realised we were moving into heist movie territory, mm. I did turn to Claire and just say, "You son of a bitch, I'm in," <laughs> because, of Rick, because of Rick and Morty. But <laughs> um, I've got to say, actually, um, what, what you, something that you've mentioned, Adam, you're saying about I'm doing uh, about Han Solo, obviously being such a beloved character. I felt the same. Like I, I felt genuine trepidation going into the cinema to watch this because I was like, I really like this character. I really like what Disney have done with the Star Wars films. Um, but yeah, I was like, this could be. Is it good? And what I was worried about was he was a lesser-known actor as well, Arden Ehrenreich. Uh, yeah. um, and I was concerned that he might do. Effectively, we were going to have two hours and fifteen minutes of somebody doing an impression, mm. of Hans, this, which this was is... what worried me. But what I felt with this was he managed to get his mannerisms and his facial mm. expressions yeah. and his movements, and he got them so perfect. But he made them feel entirely natural. None, none of it felt staged or put on. But he, he, so, he felt like him ten years before. So. Perfectly. I was absolutely blown away by I think you're right about that. I think he also kind of it progressed over the film in a or at least I oh. felt like that watching it this time is like yeah, he seemed like a noob Han Solo at the start and then at the yeah. end, especially when he greets Lando 
again and <laughs> and after what it's been through it's like yeah that now i feel i can see how you turned into the han solo from later on where you are a loner and you you've been betrayed um you're now hardened like the fact that he shot beckett you know it's like yeah. okay yeah, yeah you're, you're not what first. you were at the start yeah <laughs> so like for me that really worked the way he he evolved i did i did like the fact that that was that of although he was even though he was dying beckett was proud of him for doing it yeah <laughs> it's like well done this is the first time i think you've, you've done something right listen to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which i did cast, yeah I, so it was brave casting as well Woody hamilton mm. as beckett I mean, yeah such mm. a well-known character mm. um such a well-known actor sorry to put them into that type of a character but yeah like thinking about it now once you know the character like who else are you going to get to play him other than woody harrelson he's just perfect because <laughs> weirdly enough as we were watching it that that was the thing you saying about like the impression side of it is claire said initially or so, well, like when we initially started watching it she said it felt more like an impression rather than a um like a, a proper thing. Mm. And I think weirdly enough, I think what it is, is that it's, you get to the point where he can back up how cocky he is. And it's kind of like, so those early bits, it's like, he's, he is doing an impression of Han Solo, but the Han Solo that later on can pull that shit and pull it off. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Rather than, Oh no, we've we've fucked up here. We've come across, you know. <laughs> and but um, yeah, I think that the so yeah, I, I I but certainly by the end of it, I think he'd really come into his own as um, as Han. And I um, but and like I say, him and Cherry, that's exactly what you wanted. It it feels right. In so much as you do spend a bit of time with them, mm. like just doing yeah. their shit, but the rest of the time it's plot driven and everything else like that in the original trilogy, and then it's sort of bleeding into the most recent uh, set. But yeah, that's the kind, much the same as like with the um, the enjoyable bits of Anakin and Obi Wan. Where it's like, yeah, can we can we just have this as a series? Yeah. And I wouldn't mind, you know, as it as it is, it's probably better that it's been done as a film because you can't really, you know, it would have made an interesting like six part series or four part mini series or something like that. Mm. But I think it probably does just need to be. You know, there's enough in there that is right. And I think you probably would have overstretched if you'd have gone to a series or something like that without. And 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 in essence, it's you also have the slight, um, you also have the slight disadvantage of any form of prequel where it's like, well, I know who's going to survive. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's a, and strangely enough, and I think this is, and again, this was something that thinking watching Solo has made me realise with the prequels is just the fact that it's sort of um, you put so many people into the prequels that we know that it's like that kind of eliminates jeopardy of half the cast. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know, 
we know Yoda lives. We know Obi-Wan lives. We know, well, we know mm. in, eff in effect Anakin lives. Mm. We know, you know, there's no one sort of, it's uh, C-3PO and R2. You know they're not going to actually be like... You can't build up true um, mm. tension, really, mm. in that sort of go. Yeah. Because it's like with this, I mean, you had like, I mean, um, Val mm. um, is a fucking amazing character. Yeah. Mm. And so I, actually, really... since watching this again, I was just going to say, as, as you mentioned them, um, I've realised how many of the actors I now recognise. So she's Thandie Newton, who I saw in yeah. Westworld, and she was great in that. And so again, I appreciate her even more now, Thandie probably. Fucking amazing I, actress. I hadn't seen her um, aside from this and and Westworld. She she's been she actually strangely enough I think she she's mostly been in films and then sort of Westworld was like mm. um like the the sort of big starring role on TV and that seems to be the one that's really hit home. Okay, um, but I mean like because um, yeah no she's been in she's been in some brilliant films, but I mean like. I mean, obviously, she's great, but also the character of Val yeah, yeah. but also the fact that you do wipe out Beckett's crew, essentially, mm, yeah. Yeah. as the thing goes on. And, yeah, that, again, like I say, you know Han and Chewie are okay, but the gloves are off for any other character because they're all new. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't know where it's going to go with Kira. Mm. Yeah, actually, so I was going to ask about that. Um so, so we see her decide her fate. So she throws in with the Crimson Dawn, who's led yep. by Darth Maul. But what what happens with them when she goes to meet Darth Maul? Well, she's what? going to the planet uh, Dathomir, which mm. is the home planet of uh, Darth Maul and the Night Sisters. The Night Sisters uh, okay. are. The Dathomirians are like Darth Maul, and they come in a multitude of colours, because his yeah. brother, uh, Savage Opress, Savage, who, yeah. Yeah, he, the black markings are tattoos mm. that are done. So um, she goes to and that's all we know, because all of the rest of the story is designed, because they all signed a three-film contract. Mm. And obviously, because of the backlash of Solo, there isn't going to be another two films, but potentially a Disney Plus series. But that would be far, mm. far in the future. But that's all we know, unfortunately, is that she goes to the planet of the Night Sisters. I didn't think there was any backlash. I thought this film was relatively well received. It was our complete no, people hated it. What? Get yeah. me in there. I'll, I'll hold them down and tell them how wrong they are. <laughs> We're talking about the people who are very loud and very vocal. I mean, the proper people who like Star Wars obviously liked it because mm. there isn't anything wrong about the film. But all those people who want to boycott and, you know, the keyboard warriors of, of Star Wars all decided that they weren't going to see it. They weren't going to like it. So as a result, they, I mean, I've, I don't go in for Rotten Tomato scores, but mm. it was abysmal. Oh, really? So... So strangely enough, so it kind of it got tanked because of how pissed off everyone was with Last Jedi Last and that overhunt solo that everyone was like basically predicting, well, if that's what you've done before, this one's gonna be shit and all. Yeah, and then Disney put the brakes on everything 
They're mm. already in production with The Mandalorian and the last Star Wars film. But they mm. were because the schedule was going to be a Star Wars film, then a Star Wars story. That's right. And it was going to be like that for years. But because of mm. Solo being hated by the fans, Disney said, well, maybe we've overstretched the franchise. So to, to be, mm, I was going to say, to be honest, the one thing that did come out when I was researching for this, which, and I know we said about it with the prequels where after Phantom Menace, suddenly they weren't the number one box office smash this year, that year. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, and I'm, I'm fairly certain, I was going to double check it and I just didn't get a chance, but when I was looking through, I don't think Solo's even in the top 10 of the films for 2018. No, it was boycotted. So, right. yeah. Ooh. Well, that's their loss. So- they didn't get to see on a big fuck-off screen and get all excited. <laughs> Like so what, what did they what did they particularly dislike what what was the general hate i don't even think it? they bothered seeing it no okay it's because I, they didn't like well, the last jedi so i could understand um you might feel like it takes something away from han solo's mystery to, to actually explain in detail his sort of backstory i could understand you being concerned about that um, to be honest that was my concern yeah, you know, so that that's so that, that seems I, valid, mm. it, but I, but I couldn't I couldn't say that the film was categorically bad because I hadn't seen mm, it. Yeah, and, you know I was like that's that when I sort of heard about it and then people were saying oh there's this bit in it or that bit in it and whatever like that, and yeah that it came back sounding like oh do I really want that do I want to know these secrets that have been you know, stuff that's been playing in your head for years. Yeah, like, Kessel Run and stuff, like actually yeah. seeing it. like or And like him getting the ship off Lando and things like that. You know, it's all sort of, it's all sort of but, stuff that's backstory in there. But it's like the in thing Bottom. I like, but, sorry. I was just going to say, it's like in Bottom where they mention other characters that you never see, like Gusty yeah. Winflap and uh, <laughs> Tubbs Larvey and stuff like that. You know, it's like, and the, you know, where's the uh, out on the fire escape? No, they haven't put it back up since T- Tubbs Lardy won that bet that it wouldn't hold his weight. <laughs> and it's See, all these sort of film, weird, I'd, yeah, yeah. I think with the film, it does have it explains things, but you know that there's another adventure behind what you've seen, yeah. So, although <laughs> you've seen him win the Falcon, I doubt Lando just handed the keys over to him. So there's another story there. So there's all like mm. even it almost conforms with the Star Wars Legends version of events. Mm. Han Solo was higher up in the hierarchy of the Empire. He was a pilot, mm. and even there's a story between the Battle of Kashyyyk and pirates moving into the war-torn Kashyyyk and stealing the Wookies, and it's. Because the Empire took over that planet or was fighting for it is why mm. Chewie was there. And so there's loads of stories intermixed with it that they just seen because there's the big time jump between Han signing up for the Empire and the actual mm. battle. So there's yeah. all of that as well. Yeah, because there's like I, I think it, three, it, three years. Enough. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 so, sorry, you were right as well, Wes, that I pointed out on the last episode. Uh, that we saw the Falcon and the escape pod was already missing. 
Um, and you're right, he did mention it in this when he says, I've just had some work done. I've just had an escape pod fitted. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. They did actually retroactively rip, rip, yeah. get it right. <laughs> but, it, but the Falcon inside, <laughs> like, it's the Falcon we know and love. And it's one of the most beautiful interiors mm. of a ship ever. Like, it's, it's just amazing. But it's seeing it all shiny and clean and new, it just looked lovely. I was in love with it. Yeah. I just sat there and I thought, what the fuck did Han do inside to shift it up? (laughs) Between that and a new hope. What did he do? I mean, the walls are covered in it. He fed Chewy pilchards. (laughs) And you don't do that to the shit at the wall, I bet. Yeah, apparently he had to cut it out of his fur. Yeah. He's he's walking around bare arsed for weeks waiting for it to grow back. Those ones in the mines that didn't have it on their face, they've obviously been eating it. Oh, it has to be said. I know they're meant to have been like emaciated and mm. cruelly treated and everything. It was just a monkey mask, wasn't it? It's well, just that, like that actually eats, the mask is actually the mould of the underskeleton on Chewie's face. Oh, really? So, oh, so, yeah, so it's it Chewie's actual... face without the hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. It just looks a bit. It looked a bit like it looked a bit like the monkey puppet in the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> Only you look like no, days no. from two thousand and one. I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's what it reminded yeah. me. Yeah, two thousand and one. Yeah, but they were a bit. They were a bit sort of. Yeah, I was a bit. Hmm, yeah, it was a bit shit. Give it, give it another once over, possibly. <laughs> you know. So, so that's a controversial bit. What, what are the other controversial bits? We got the uh, the Lando. Sabbat game. Um, what about well, well, the idea that Emphis Nest and Han actually started the rebellion? Does that hold up? Yeah, because Emphis um, Nest, that, that bit I got, think got a bit lost because it was like they sort of said Emphis Nest and I assumed it was the group name. Mm, yeah. yeah, well, Nest makes yeah. you think. Yeah. As I, Nest, yeah, definitely. I thought it was like they were like a group, and it was, yeah, like you know, like Eagles Nest or something, or like, <laughs> you know, Hornets Nest or something like that. I thought it was just, yeah. And then, yeah, it's so that I got a tad confused with. I'll be honest, but I think the it's the kickoff of the rebellion from there is interesting because it is one of those things that but also it technically means because that's the one thing that everyone has been questioning is who's fucking bankrolling the rebellion mm. <laughs> obviously, uh, obviously the empire has the entire yeah Bad Organa, yeah you know mm. they are the government so they have money it's, <laughs> it's the deleted scene that chris was talking about yeah from, from... Yeah, I think that's actually been integrated back into the movie where they actually because mm. he's there with Mon Mothma and they're mm. actually talking about setting it up. So oh, she becomes oh, the head of the rebels, yeah. and he is the backer. And the next uh, film reiterates on it. The next film we got to watch next week. That's yeah, important. that's true. Yeah, because even they mention when they're going through the... I did spot that, when they're going through the list of potential places to raid, don't they mention the place where the Death Star plans are? That they eventually do tackle in Rogue One. And I can't for the life of me remember the name of it now. So it didn't stick out, but it could have done. <laughs> See, I really like the character of Emphis Nest. I thought that was pretty like 
and I liked I liked the idea that mm. it's somebody in a suit and somebody can die mm. and somebody yeah. else just steps into that suit and you've still got the same respect for that person, the same fear, mm. and it could just yeah. turn out to be, be anyone. Like, yeah. yeah, I really liked that. I thought it was really cleverly done. Mm. It's classic. It's classic superhero as well because that's mm. what they always went every so often when it's like, hang on, Peter Parker's been twenty for the past. <laughs> 50 years how's that work <laughs> and so they then have to suddenly go or, or like with batman where it's like oh no he, he hands the cape over you know <laughs> the symbol's much more important and then we'll bring bruce wayne back because the same people who were moaning about, who've boycotted solo because they didn't get the ending of of uh, last jedi that they wanted and they were like spider-man's right. gone crazy I mean, yeah. it was a couple of years yeah. ago, it was discovered that Dr. Octopus had actually body swapped with Peter Parker. And for, the, for, for about five or six years, it was Dr. Octopus, not Spider-Man or Peter Parker. I, oh, I switched off. That's getting, into, <laughs> that's getting into Dallas level, you know, when they broke yeah. off the whole season I mean, by like... Someone wakes I'm up a Spider-Man and fan, and when it got to that point, I was like, no, I'm reading the old ones again. Yeah. I think I think you can. T the trouble is, it's the it's the element of reset that you kind of need, versus like actually trying to make this feel realistic without, yeah. Being, yeah. <laughs> you know. And you can't you can't even Simpsons it. You can't lampshade it and like, you know, mention the fact that it's like how I've, you know. How, co how come I'm eight and I feel like I've had 15 Christmases and things like that? <laughs> what did you all but, think of Dryden Voss? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. I was going to ask that later. Um, I, I liked him in a... He played a different kind of evil character, I thought, than we often see in Star Wars. He was a little bit of a kind of slightly crazy, you know, is he being good, is yeah. he bad? It's a bit, yeah, a bit of a weird... I, th I think he had. I think he had the because Paul Bettany's great. Yeah, there's no 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 yeah. exception. He's just fucking great anyway. But I think he's he had the right level of semi amused sleaziness about him. Mm. That he's <laughs> he's like he's because he's a gang boss. Mm. So you know that he is terrifying. But also, I quite like the sort of yeah. Well, that's great. Brilliant. Yeah, I like yeah. this plan. You know, yeah. sort of, basically, I, I would have loved to have seen him played by Rick Mayle. <laughs> in that, <laughs> in that, that sort, of a, sort of offhand sort of style. I like the this. Brilliant. Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I sort of, and also the, uh, and also the, 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 the stripes where they get progressively mm. redder, the more pissed off he is. Yeah. And then sort of sub back and everything else like that. I think that's quite a nice little bit of vis visual shorthand. Mm -hmm. yeah. But and, and and you buy him as it's it's the great thing that someone manages to. You don't have to. I mean, okay, the first thing you see him doing is stabbing a man to death. Mm. <laughs> so you know that you should be worried about this person. But it's that thing of he really powerful people. It. Well, he's well. He's the regional governor, so you know he's a wanker because he works for the end. <laughs> you know, but um, but it's that thing as well where it's like the uh, powerful people don't have to shout. Yeah, and it's the same sort of thing. He doesn't. It kind of he's not 
he's the one person in the room who doesn't have to prove anything. He's a cat playing with mice. Yeah, so he's quite, yeah, like you say, he's quite playful. He's quite sort of, and it's like, oh, this is just all, yeah, fuck it. It's all a bit of a laugh, isn't it? When he comes out, and he's kind of been built up, and then the first thing he says to Beckett is, I'm so sorry to hear about Val, when you kind of go, oh, no, Mm. he's all right, really. Yeah, and then then 10 minutes later, he's like, you're going to tell me why I'm not going to kill you right now. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did any of you it... spot the Easter egg Ooh. with these artefacts? No. Oh, no. oh, there was... I spotted... Is there... Was there Indiana Jones stuff in there? There's the I Golden spotted... Idol from Raids of the Lost Ark. Uh, yeah, the wow. things right at the start. Yeah, it's in one of the display cases. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I took a good Alfred Molina, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this, that I, yeah, I, I spotted that. I was like, "Ooh, that's cool." So, <laughs> although at that point it was like an Easter egg that blew my mind because it was like, "That's from oh yeah," because that's from the film that he no, he's not Harrison Ford. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so. <laughs> so and of course, Clint Howard, because it was a Ron Howard film. I was going to say, mm. I've got the Clint Howard cameo written down as well. I got so excited because it's so brief. As I say, this is probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen this film. And every time I forget. And then he turns up and I go, oh, yeah. shit, he's in it. When, when's <laughs> Clint Howard in it? It's the droid. You know, the droids are fighting where the yeah. back. Yeah, he's the guy who mm. tries to droid you and says, mind your own business. It's got air like uh, me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Now, that was another thing I was going to mention. I don't think I've seen any other film that has a droid cage fight. In, <laughs> like, and there was something so twisted about that. Because yeah, it's like, well, it's, they're not real, but it's still a bit it's like, wrong. oh, yeah. Well, especially because you've, it's that, it's that classic thing. Because in Star Wars, they do have personalities, they do have, mm, yeah. Well, especially late in this one. Yes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how you say your name, but L L three. You actually say L three three T. Yeah. Okay. Did you know what? Do you know what Leet is though? Uh, Leet is actually the term for replacing uh, letters with numbers in, like you know, when you do like, like say the title of Seven, where it was S E, the number Seven E N. Yeah, that's elite apparently. Yeah, elite speak, so it's short for elite. Ah, oh, right, okay. So, so as, as far oh, as I know, it came from asking for a tropical drink. <laughs> <laughs> I think it came from um, originally, possibly Quake. Um, when you played online, in order to beat the other player, you'd write like that in order that they're trying to read it and decipher it, and it would give you that little upper hand. That's mm. what I always. At least that's where I first came across it when I was playing Quake Online. It's 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 definitely also something that became de rigueur on the internet, where mm, yeah, you, you couldn't get the you couldn't get the file the uh, domain name that you wanted. <laughs> yeah, so you would do it with numbers and letters to represent it because some other fucker had already got that. Mm. <laughs> you know, they they dot com the shit out of it, and you're like, I want that one. So you start, yeah. 
Talking about droids and their emotions, we'll have to, obviously, when we get to Return of the Jedi, I'll have to tell you the story of uh, EV-99. Oh, is he the... You're a feisty little one. Yeah, he's got mm-hmm. a really good backstory. I have to... Although it probably doesn't... It isn't canon now, but he hasn't been in anything it's, else to really... It's worth out. hearing, I reckon. Yeah, yeah it's a good cause one. Because I, <laughs> I, I had a look, I had a look into... Because I had a look into L three because it was L three was a character that I'm I'm still not sure about because I kind of get the I get the droids rights thing, but also it felt a bit like it felt like a bit of a piss take of something that actually you probably shouldn't be taking the piss out of in a, do you know or make someone. That is a funny characteristic. Oh, look at them! They just yeah. treated equally and not be a slave. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of dodgy fucking ground. If you want to turn that into, oh look, it's the, it's the comic personality of that robot. Just like C three PO's fussy, and this one doesn't like being told what to do because it's actually got a brain. And you're like, that's yeah, not maybe. <laughs> you know, it can only have made it worse. If- Lando slapped her on the arse and stuck a restraining bolt on her, couldn't they, really? <laughs> well, well who's, who's, and then that's to, it. Who's to say? Yeah. Who's to say? That, that, that did make me laugh, though, where it was just like, oh, well, Lando's got feelings for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they're not reciprocated. Yeah. Like, does, does that work, humans and droids? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did find out seeing the cast... After watching this, um, it was Phoebe Waller Bridge. Who... Yeah, Fleabag. Yeah. No, I've only seen the first episode of Fleabag because it was a bit too much for Shelley to handle. I would have thought so, yeah. Especially when the f- basically the first punchline of that first episode is, Have I got a massive arsehole? And, um, yeah, I, I think it's a bit like Lee watching, um, what is it like watching The Office or something, you know, it just cannot bear the awkward. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. situations just yeah, ultra yeah. cringe. So yeah. so I need to watch that again on my own at some point. But to, to be uh, honest, to be honest, I've not watched I've not watched the second series. I watched the first mm-hmm. series and I really I thought it was really good. And the first series actually has a plot to it that's actually quite dark. Mm. Okay, when you actually get down to it, and it's yeah, and but no, I, th- I that I thought was really good. But apparently, um. Very much like the, very much like Jar Jar, is basically she wore the outside yeah. of the droid suit uh, over like a green bodysuit, and then mm. they just put, they sort of drew the rest in. And it's like I do think that might be why the character walks really weirdly because it's yeah, basically some, yeah, it's <laughs> like we're basically like some poor sod's been like. Well, we'll just jam these big plastic legs on you and this big hat on you, and you go for a walk over there. And you're like, "Yeah, I'm not really trained for this sort of thing," you know what I mean? For me, it was I was convinced. So when I saw it in the cinema, obviously I made a point of not looking into any of it. Mm. Um, and I've not seen Fleabag, and I haven't seen anything else that that actress is in. <clears throat> but her voice, I was like, "It's Lady Brienne from uh, Game." That's who I said it was yeah. when I was watching it. So I was like, "I've realised who she is." Yeah. And I, kept, I googled it, and I was like, "Well, there must be something wrong with this search <laughs> yeah. result because it definitely yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure of it. 
Yeah, she does sound like Gwendolyn Christie, actually. Yeah, now you've now you've said it, I've really yeah. But and but there is something because I actually quite I quite enjoyed, I did quite enjoy the actual revolution that gets started by her, mm. just on the yeah. basis that it's like oh I think I think I found my calling. Mm. I quite yeah, enjoy. Don't it. improvise or anything, and then <laughs> yeah. cause a little merry bloody hell. I also thought it was funny how she, she wanted to do that, which you think, well, that's great. She's wonderful, yeah? She's trying to free them, in theory. And then she's, like, so dismissive of the joy I do. Yeah. Well, it's, you're, you're free. Well done. Yeah, yeah go on. Get out of here. Stop messing with me. Stop bugging me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really liked the idea that her brain was uploaded into the Falcon, mm. though, which explains why... Um, because you do think it later, like Lando, when he's got Cloud City, and it's like... He's got all of that, and he still gives a shit about the Falcon, mm. this old rust bucket that everybody else has written off. And he's clearly still got a real love for that ship. And I think it, it gives more validity to that, to, to why he cares about the ship. It was a serious it's not special. His loved one is a part mm. of it, and it makes so much yeah. more sense. I have interesting fact. Sorry? I've got an interesting fact. Mm. Oh. Go on. When you hear the Falcon's noises when it first in when you first see it inside, yeah. they're different to when the uh, the robot is uploaded into it and they become mm. the familiar sounds uh-huh. of the Falcon. We know almost <laughs> she is the Falcon. I say I've got to watch She's it again the now. The girl oh, yeah, that Han Solo is always referring to. Mm. And I have because I no, I, I really like that actually, Lee. I hadn't thought of that. And that is a really good. Uh, that is a really good point that there is a greater attachment. Yeah, because that because that actually, I mean, there there you go. There is where you can put. There is, that's where it comes into it, where it's enough characters who you don't know mm-hmm. that they can basically become. You know, L three basically becomes part of one of the most iconic, in inverted commas, characters of Star Wars. Mm. Because the Falcon yeah. has a personality, yeah. you know, um, and but yeah, that but also just that bit where she gets shot and then Lando's like out there dragging her back in and everything else like that, and that is, you know, and but and then to actually have her die, mm. you know, that it's again it's back to like with Val and stuff like that where it's like mm. oh shit, you know, the gloves are off, you can. This isn't going to end well for every person. Yeah, and again, you know. most people don't care about the droid. You do see it a lot in the later films. You know, they'll be flying next wing or whatever. Their R two unit gets shot, and they just go, "Oh bollocks! I've got to do it all myself oh, now." Like, mm-hmm. There's no yeah. attachment yeah. to droids. They're just functional. It's like Alexa. I'll just go and buy another one if it fucks up. Like it's not the end of the world. But yeah, his his real attachment to it is a really quite a, a a nice thing that I I really enjoy. I mean, and obviously um. Donald Glover's fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. The only thing the only thing that was missing is because obviously, uh, you know, in in his this is an interest. There's there's a factoid for you that you may not know. Obviously, he is childish Gambino. Um, at his his musician's name. Uh, do you know where that name came from? There was a website on. There was a website you used to be uh, still there, I think, but you used to be able to go to WooName.com. And you would go in there and put your name in, and it would give you a Wu Tang style 
names. So like, you know, like Method Man, <laughs> Inspector Deck and stuff like that. And I think mine, mine was something like, Mine was something like shouting comedian or something like that, but it's a, and yeah, and that's where his name came from. His childish Gambino was the name that came back off of Woo, off of Woo name, and it's like yeah. So I would have liked to obviously have seen him perform his hit single uh, "This Is Corellia," but you know that that didn't happen, um, and that that's literally the joke I've got. Yes, I think that's it. Yeah, um, actually, the other joke I had was. Um, I did think of Step Brothers when I saw the other Wookiee mask. You know, <laughs> mine's, not, mine's not movie quality, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I just realised a strange callback. Uh, Donald Glover is, of course, in Homecoming. I was just talking about Spider Man mm. not long ago. Mm. He plays mm. the the guy who turns up to buy the dodgy tech who Peter Parker tracks down in a car park and basically badly threatens him and then handcuffs him to the boot of his own car and then pisses <laughs> off and leaves him. <laughs> I also, do have another fact. Go on. This is the only canon Star Wars film that does not mention Jedi Knights or the Jedi Order. Mm. And no one has a lightsaber. No. He has those almost lightsaberish. Uh, yeah, he's got what, those what weird blades, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Like they glow red as well, so you know he's yeah. a bastard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that, there's definitely there's a distinct thing. I think that George Lucas, and I mean, obviously, you know, George is executive producer on this. There's not much, he doesn't have much involvement. But his obsession with evil people wielding red weapons does make me wonder if he just had a bad reaction to a dog, dog's lipstick one day. <laughs> yeah, probably. Much as my father said that he couldn't eat American hard gums after seeing a, a dog's lipstick once, and it was just there, you know. He was a strange Lewis man. Name was Indiana. Sorry, mm. George Lucas. His real dog was called Indiana, so he's seen Indiana's lipstick, which makes it a whole different thing. <laughs> now, there's an Easter egg that I didn't spot. I'll be honest. <laughs> also, um, I... was was one of Voss's men called Amon? I'm sure that just, just, I'm sure just towards the end, like you know, when they've sort of like they're on the they're doing the face off with uh, Evan Nest and stuff, and I'm sure it's yeah, work, good work, Eamon. And it's like, <laughs> it just reminded me of Invader Zim, where he's got all the robots and it's like Steve. So. <laughs> and talking about the weapons, I did quite like Envis Nest's weapon. That was quite a yeah, had some sort of power to it. Actually, and talking of weapons as well, um, obviously Han gets his blaster, mm, you know, famously. Yeah. And uh, full credit to Claire because it was her who said it. Just, How many of those have been lost over the years? Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, yeah no, this, yeah. And at that point, I was like, yeah, why are we changing to paper straws? Because you know what is choking the fucking oceans is just thousands <laughs> and thousands <laughs> of hand solo blasters and stormtrooper blasters that we all fucking lost. And you one know how guy is selling them for 50 notes on yeah. eBay. How much was Han Solo's weapon sold for in 2018? Oh, cool. Nice. Go on. $550,000. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. It was the one used in Return of the Jedi, it said. 
Yeah, I just actually see that when I was looking at the cast. For a fake gun. I bet well, it's a real Musk. gun. It's made out of a real gun, but it's <laughs> <crap>. <laughs> I bet Elon Musk bought it and he just rubs his nuts on it every day. Not even, don't even like Star Wars. He just does it. He knows the funnel up his ass. Oh. Uh, oh, just, just realised, that's the other thing that I noticed in this one. Uh, I forgot, they do this, and obviously in the film we'll be covering next, if I have got the timeline correct, which I believe I have. Um, yet yeah, no scroll. I still forget no. the scroll. So I put yeah. the film on, I'll keep waiting for the crescendo of the music and the scroll, and then it goes, no. I'm like, I know it isn't Star Wars, so you're making a point of not doing it. Yeah, I quite liked it that they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I th- it's it's a nice separation. Yeah. It kind of lets you know. It lets you know. I'm. I, I don't know if this is the right term or anything like that, but it lets you know if you're watching the saga. Yeah. Mm. Like you know, as as it possibly would be called. I don't know, but yeah, I do. Yeah. I I I actually because it doesn't have because um, obviously it doesn't have that intro either. No. You get. You know, which I again I quite like. Actually, that I loved the bit, and I'll come back to the another part of this because Claire pulled my notebook out of my hands and wrote, "I fucking hate it" uh, in big letters across the page when Han got his name. When it was like, "I'm here, I'm here (laughs) on my own solo, Han Solo," and yeah, Claire was no, no, no. I, I, I didn't mind that because I sort of felt like it is a light-hearted, you know. It, it, it and it's a weird name. Why would you add the name solo? Oh, for the benefits of the, oh, the, the benefits of the tape, Wes <laughs> has got his uh, hand solo dice swinging about the place. And then later on, if nice. Mm. And then later on, if you're very good, he'll show you his Newton's cradle. <laughs> I'll show you my furry dice, but I have to undo my trousers for that. I'm afraid. Oh dear! Here we go again. <laughs> That's it. He's, dri- he's he's driven Lee away. He's driven him away. But I I think yeah. But the thing was is I I also then kind of thought does that mean that there would it be like Cohen? In that Cohen was a name that immigration people could spell. So mm. when when uh, when Jewish people were coming to England. They- it got changed. If they, yeah, if they had yeah. a name they couldn't spell, yeah. the bloke would just put down Cohen. So you just and I wonder if there were hundreds of solos walking around where it was just like you know. Solo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually and I did like and this is this is the point where I was watching it and I was like, Yeah, you know, I don't have a problem with this, maybe I have a problem with that, blah blah blah. And then I thought Shit, I might be more. I might be more. In you know, my brain might be more Star Wars than I thought when they've made a joke about the fact that Lando Calrissian pronounces his name wrong in Empire, and it becomes yeah. like a point. Uh, it becomes like a point of thing of like, no, that's how he's a dick to him because yeah. he's. A- <laughs> <laughs> you know, because there's a because there's a lot in this, and I don't think I don't think it overbalances it, which is something that again I was worried about. Is I don't think they I don't think they overbalance it in 
not so much nods, but sort of adjustments. So, for example, everyone for years, it's always been, well, actually, a parsec is a measurement of distance, not time. So the fact that he can do that, that's absolutely right. I'll, and so I'll let you know, that's exactly, it. that's not how I ever said it. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but they've now gone back and, and sort of, you know, created an explanation mm -mm. of that, yeah. that that isn't too ham-fistedly put it's, in. Yeah, you know, it's it, all, it I think feels, it's all right. It feels contextual yeah. rather than control. Oh, by the way, we've done <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. I do like I do like the line when he's talking and uh Chewie talks back to him and he goes, Yeah, if you round down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's the thing, that's the thing I took from this more than anything else. I just really loved him and Chewie. I just mm, thought yeah. it, that was spot on. Yeah. I also like the callback to the future. You know how he was taught never trust anyone? Yeah. Oh, mm. And who did he trust right at the end? Oh, yeah. Mm. Big nose. Funny lad. Funny boy. Funny yeah, boy. Always me. frowning he was. I remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I, I remember the solos. They used to live at number three. She, she, mm. she was lovely. Loved to drink, but she was lovely. He was a bit, <laughs> yeah. he was a bit moody, but oh, you know, had a look about. Always scrubbed her front step. Yeah, and but that boy, oh, evil little face. Oh, if looks could kill it, had done thirty years. Horrible little Such a sulky little pissant. I think would be the term. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, <laughs> also, keeping the canisters cold, I'm putting that down as the computer game moment. Yeah. Because that, oh, that right. feels like, it's like, oh, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Oh, look, they're getting too cold. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can't we just skip this level and get on with some more shooting? Yeah. But, no. <laughs> That's like the heisty bit as well, though, isn't it? That that shooting yeah. balancing, you've got to remember where the bit tilts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And also, I'm hoping uh, that's an add on to the new Lego game that's coming out. Oh, is there? Because it's it, there's a Star Wars saga, because I've got all the Star Wars Lego games. There's a Star Wars mm. saga game coming out. It's oh, rumored, nice. no one knows for sure, if it's uh, May the 4th, it might be coming out. But in England, it'll be a little nice. yeah, a couple of days later, the 7th, I think. And it's a rumor, but no one knows if it's true, that there might be a little add on section for Solo. Oh, mm -hmm. cool. That'd be cool. Oh, so it would be the... So it's the, the final... The last trilogy is the Lego well, no, game. The Star Wars saga. They're actually making... You know that Star Wars Lego, they're actually remaking some levels. Oh, okay. And also doing levels that never made it to the original Star Wars Lego games. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, that looks really I good. Love I've been yeah. I've got it in pre-order for the best part of two years now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mind you, that's back to whatever it was when you got a cardboard box for Christmas that said, "Yes, you will be getting Star Wars figures." Oh, the early bird, yeah, yeah, when we've actually made them. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that uh, also this is another a, a good thing is that we do get to drink because we've seen Warwick Davis. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. 
Oh, very nice. Oh, sir. yeah, that's good. For the benefits of the tape, Mr. Smith is showing off his, uh, is showing his Wookiee to the camera. <laughs> so, I my Wookiee. <laughs> and of course, visual effects by Lens Flare. So, <laughs> yeah, just uh, it was in there. It had to be a moment. But so, I, I mean, yeah, I overall, it was an enjoyable Star Wars film. Um, I can't, I think probably a lot of the people who boycotted it would have enjoyed it much more than they suspected. And yeah, and I think it, it's a shame that it did, you know, it did so poorly. Mm. Because... We're not going to see the actual dropped cargo film, which I want to see, which is the, the Jabba deal. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know yeah. where Han has to drop his cargo. That's the reason why Jabba's got a price mm. on his head, which is a call. Now you know the what the Falcons and stuff is. Woody Harrelson said. There's a line that Woody Harrelson says, which is. Uh, yeah, because he says he's going <laughs> to. You, you don't know what it's like to live with a price on your head. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's a lot of call forwards. To, and that's the thing. That was the other thing that Claire said is that really. Uh, certainly at the start, again, Woody Harrelson is Han Solo. Mm. Yeah. And he takes from him to become Han Solo. But yeah, Woody Harrelson mm. is is the one who's walking it as he talks it. Yeah. Rather, yeah. Than, rather than just sort of like, you know, bravado or anything. But I mean, I, again, this is a fucking excellent cast. Yeah, mm, yeah. Sort of across a, 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 a the way, uh, everyone, everyone's really good. I, I think that the characterization, like I said, the characterization of Han and Chewie together is amazing. Uh, I also really like Lando because it is exactly as you see. Basically, he's a bit of a fronty bugger. You know, a bit of a flash mm. sod, but actually, you know, he's not really. Yeah. He's not bad, or sort mm. of, you know, he's he's not actually a killer or anything. He's a fucking grifter. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's yeah. I think they they do that. I, I think they do it very well, mm. very well. So now the main problem is is what do we rate it out of? So. Millennium Falcons. Um, or oh, have we got our oh, Millennium Falcons? Or oh, uh, what's the game they play? Sabak? Wookie Turds. Captive Wookie Turds. Because because we've because so it's not mud, is it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, where's I just didn't I didn't realize it's not mud. They've fed. Fucking chewy pilchards down there, the imperial bastards. He's wallowing around in a cave of his own pup. Yeah. And then a few and then after they've won the Falcon a few weeks later, Tom gives him some pilchards and it's all over the walls. Yeah. Like a splatter gun. Yes. I think but Star Wars is ruined. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. It's Wookiee Pup. Um. <laughs> Wookie Pup. Wookie pup, your mucky pup. 
so if we were going down the route of how many Wookie Pups? I'm going to go to Chris first because I think he just want, he just now doesn't want to know how many Wookie Pups <laughs> out of ten. I'm switching off. Giving... <laughs> um, I've got to say I'm on this film like a Reshnold on a Kallik or a Gingleson's pelt. Now leave in the comments if you have any idea what that is. <laughs> I did enjoy that. It has to be said. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> I also quite like that he said, I've got a really good feeling about this, which he never says again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he realizes at that point that that was just youthful confidence. <laughs> the truth is it's going to be bad. Whatever's happening, whatever's up in front. Um, but yeah, it's so it's certainly, it's certainly a phrase that you will only hear in 2018 these days. Yeah. Because, because now it really fulfills we all have bad feelings the about prophecy. everything. <laughs> I've got a bad feeling about everything. I've got a bad. I've got a bad feeling that I might wake up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to have to say that I, you know, I've got a few issues with it, but overall, this film just leaves me feeling good. I enjoy it. It's great. I'm, I'm going to move up from. I think 7.5 was my highest before. I'm moving into eight on this one. Oh, it's an eight from Mr. Chris. Mr. Smith, what do you say? I will give it nine Wookiee Pups, Ooh. only because oh. I know what film's going to be ten. <laughs> nine Wookiee Pups. Lee, Lee, you Wookiee Pup. What Wookiee Pup do you give Solo? <laughs> yeah, this is a full-on stonking nine for me as well, without we're certainly we're certainly creeping up the creeping up mm. the budget here. We are indeed. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck my own maths up here because <laughs> because I don't do halves, um, but I I don't even drink halves. Um, I'm gonna go seven point five, and that is admittedly because this is my first viewing, and it's a, mm. I I I watched this yesterday, day before, and I think that having the discussion today has put more in my head, like stuff like you were saying, mm. Lee, like Lando and the Falcon and uh, all these sort of other bits and pieces. I do think, yeah. That you didn't appreciate I, fully the first time around. Yeah. I think it's, it's definitely, definitely at some point it's being rewatched, which I can honestly say is probably not happening to the prequels now because <laughs> Because I am 43 and I haven't the time to waste. <laughs> I could be dead at any minute. So, you know, it's probably it's probably best not to go back and sort of appreciate a film. Whereas the, actually that's a very good way of putting it, is this feels like this is comfort Star Wars in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where you could put this on to get Star Wars without, you know, having to invest in a trilogy. Yeah. Which mm. is a good it's not you know, well Sorry? If you're not feeling very well, you just get a blanket and put this yeah. on, and that's it. It's yeah. done in one, isn't it? So, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just asking my scientific advisor to check the scores there because <laughs> my brain's farted. <laughs> so, in the meantime, while 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 we're keeping busy here, I have to. I also have to mention because I mean we've we've spoken about it before. Obviously, our artwork. Uh, Wesley does all our artwork, which is mm. fucking fantastic. Excellent, but yeah. and this is this is something that I think will obviously impress the. Uh, uh, this might impress our um, 
certainly Lee knows who we're talking about. Um, you had a uh, someone turn up on Instagram following you, didn't you, Wes, who sent you a message? Yeah. It was and Mike Raven's um, granddaughter. You know the you know the guy who the, the um, goateed guy who sort of turns up in a lot of later Hammer films. Mm. Um, I think he's in uh, he's in Lustre of Vampire. I think he's in Iron Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. His granddaughter uh, found Wes's art online because she was following like the hashtag of Mike Raven. And, wow. uh, so, yeah, it was a really lovely message. Oh, wow, um, that's awesome. Uh, that was, yeah, I think the only other person who, through my artwork, has found me for a hashtag was one of the women in the Lesbian Lovers vampire film. Oh, really? Vampire Lovers one. Yeah, oh. and that was it. She liked it, and that was it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it was a tasteful one of her. So. Oh, that's good. A tasteful one. I like it, sir. Yeah, but, it was a yeah, compromising no, team. We expect nothing else from you, Wes. <laughs> I th no, I thought that was. I thought that definitely, definitely required attention because, yeah, yeah. I think it's bloody marvelous, sir, and a testament to your art. And mm. yeah, it's bloody marvelous. And you should Thank all be you. following. You should all be following. If you're if you're following this podcast, you should also be following uh, WJS Illustrations on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> well, gentlemen, the scores are in. There's been some adjudication. Uh, there's been some late votes coming in from Georgia, apparently. Um, <laughs> but we can actually finalise the election today, which <laughs> technically makes this podcast better organised than the entire of the United States of America. Who are we impeaching after this? Um, we're going to probably impeach George Lucas, but <laughs> what we're going to do is we're just going to rub a peach on him. Yeah. <laughs> And he'll just be sitting there going, it's smooth but hairy. And uh, we'll say, just like you, George, just like you. Run our fingers <laughs> through his chest hair. But, but. And it's as curly as his head hair. It's, it's not as curly as his head hair, but curlier than his pubic hair. Because his pubic Ooh. hair, dead straight. It looks like, no, no, seriously, like, I've seen like him go through this. It looks like a Is this breaking news? <laughs> Breaking news. Exclusive. George Lucas is straight pubes. So <laughs> I want to see him crimp. Well, no. We're not crimping his ears. Although, actually, it's quite good because um, he has Scottish heritage in his blood. Went to Scotland, was obviously wearing a kilt, forgot his sporran, just cut a hole in the front, just pushed his white old pubes through the front. It's lovely. Oh. Yeah. That, that has actually revolted people in this room. Uh, this is getting uh, <laughs> to Dryden Voss level evilness. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, this is, this is getting out of hand. Yeah. So, it looks like an uncooked red sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing worse than a cooked Greg sausage roll. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Right, the scores are in for Solo. Solo... 33 and a half Wookiee Pups out of 40, which means that Solo is sitting at the top of the totem pole at the moment. Excellent. Solo has outfoxed the entire of the uh, prequels trilogy, um, possibly due to the fact that someone who cared was involved. 
and <laughs> uh, and a lot of good actors. I don't mm. know, but yes. So um, that's that's that for this 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 Moss Eisley happy hour this week, and next week we're still flying sideways as we move into Rogue One, yeah. a Star Wars story. Mm. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen this since the cinema, so Ooh. I am I am looking forward to this because it's got fucking Darth Vader in it. I'm happy now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> this, I mean, we are what we've been doing here is the cruel equivalent of um, TV shows. You know, it's like oh, you've got it's no, you've got to stick with it. Series three, it gets amazing. <laughs> and we've done we've done much the same thing. We're like, honestly, Darth Vader's coming. He is. He is. You, you're going to get Darth Vader. Yeah. How many hours so far? But there we are. <laughs> well, uh, I would like to thank uh, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, joining us. Royal Jelly again. You've been at the Royal Jelly. I've been at the Royal Jelly again. Yes. I can also say that I would like to thankfully remark that I have not sung the fucking Eurovision song from RuPaul's Drag Race that has been embedded in my head like a restraining bolt and has just not left it. So I want to thank you all gentlemen for relieving my brain from that responsibility for the past, for the past <laughs> hour or so. The, uh, the woman who was in Game of Thrones, who was in Solo. Mm. Every yes. time I see her, I just want to sing the Kiora song. Because of her <laughs> And I'll see Han look at her and say, I'll be your dog. <laughs> Thank you, Iggy Pop. I think that also the um, there is a moment where she's... Because um, prote- obviously you've got the bit where you see the guard costume that Lando Calrissian eventually wears in uh, yep. Return of the Jedi. But when she comes out and she's sort of meant to be all, it's at that point, it's like, this is the Game of Thrones thing again, isn't it? You've just turned <laughs> up in a big flash cape. You now know, Bosk got a mention. Bosk got a mention. Mm, yeah. yeah. Full, full marks of that. Bosk got a mention. If he'd have had a cameo, oh, we could have been, yeah. we could have been 34 Wookiee Pups. Who knows? So, coming in saying, singing Word Up. Yeah. <laughs> the best kind of cameo role. So, <laughs> well, we are, I think we are finished here, gentlemen. Yeah. So it only remains to say, uh, may the force be with you and um, good evening and good night. Night. Good night. Good night.